The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Braille Digitally for April 22nd, 2023. I am your facilitator, Nikki, and if you would like to present about either a topic having to do with digital Braille or your Braille display, you can email me at doingbrailledigitally at gmail.com anytime, and we can talk about it. I would like to thank Kirby for streaming us and connecting Clubhouse and moderating and just like wearing all these hats, I don't know how he fits them all on his head, but he, he somehow does it. And I would like to thank Ray for uh, hosting for us today. And lastly, I want to thank Jewel, uh, who, in, who I am now going to introduce. She is going to be our presenter today, and she is going to talk to us about Braille in other languages and how we can uh, read Braille in other languages and switch our languages and and everything like that using iOS and Windows with JAWS. So I will now hand it over to Jewel so she can proceed with that. Hi everyone, this is Jewel. Um, I first wanna mention that I have always been a lover of languages. When I was a teenager, I decided to learn Hindi. So I taught myself some Hindi since forgotten it. Anyway, um, so recently I decided to start learning Japanese. And I got into an adventure of trying to figure out how to read Japanese Braille code using my Braille display um, and Japanese because I found that learning Japanese with audio only was a lot harder than if you could read it as well. Um, so I thought that this would be really interesting for other people who might be learning a different language, whether that is Spanish, French, Russian, Japanese, Arabic, whatever you might be learning. Um, so I'm going to start with the iOS and Android stuff because it's a little easier. JAWS gets pretty complicated, but it has a lot more really cool features for language learners. Um, so first I'll do the Android because it's really simple and there's not a whole lot to it, unfortunately. Um, Braille on Android devices isn't really fully, fully fledged out. Um, on Android, you can switch between certain languages for your Braille code. Unfortunately, you are limited to English, um, UEB, English, uncontracted and contracted, Spanish, Arabic, and Polish. That's it. No other options. No French, no German, no Greek, no Japanese, no Russian, nothing. English, um, Arabic, Spanish and Polish. So if you are learning one of those languages, if you happen to be learning Spanish, for example, you can switch that. Um, let me get to the, um, if you go into your talkback settings and then you go to Braille display settings and select preferred language, you can switch between the languages there for your Braille display. This won't change the language that is spoken, thank goodness, because not all of us are fluent in the language we want to read. Um, 
And I don't know of any other way um, to switch between languages, such as with JAWS and voiceover. There are quick ways of doing it. Um, this is the only no way that I know to switch between the languages. Um, so it's a lot, a lot more awkward and, um, you know, limited. So I just wanted to make that statement up front. Um, Android has a lots of work to do on Braille in general, and especially with non-English languages. So that would be the Android part, which is pretty simple because there's not a lot to it. Um, VoiceOver has a lot more to it than the Android. Um, there's more to do to get it started, but also there's a lot more options to it. Um, and it allows for easy switching between languages so that you can read your English and Spanish and, you know, whatever other languages back and forth. And you can switch between multiple languages very easily. So if you go into settings, accessibility, voiceover, and then to Braille, then you go into, it says Braille table. You can add a Braille table. This is going to be your Braille codes. This is just the table of codes and rules that will apply to the, for that language. Um, there are many languages in here, a lot more options than the Android. Um, everything from Spanish for you know, all the Spanish speaking languages, um, several different Arabic, because as, as I was mentioning earlier, there's a lot of different Arabic Braille codes. So you'll want to be specific if you're learning Arabic. Egypt versus UAE is very different. Um, there's Japanese, there's Korean, there's Russian, all these different ones. Um, you can choose whichever one you want. Um, there are a few that are not in there, but there are a few extras. For exam example, you can do um, Axie Braille, which is um, one I don't know. But there are people, especially people who are doing game design that use um, XE code um, in Braille. So that can be very useful. Um, there's even stuff like Zulu um, and Swahili, you know, some lesser known Braille codes. Um, so those are ones that you can go and add. You can add as many as you want. Um, my phone only has Japanese as a braille code because currently that is the only one I'm working on. I'll probably add the Spanish braille code later because I do know it. Um, it's a pretty simple code. Basically uncontracted braille and a few extra characters for accents. Um, so once you add the braille code, uh, braille table, then you'll want to add the braille table to your rotor for voiceover. If you go into voiceover settings and go into the rotor settings, you can select Braille table and that will add it to your rotor. I do suggest that you put the Braille table at the very bottom under all of the other selected rotor actions. This way, when you switch to uh, switch your rotor, when you go to the left, it will go directly to the Braille table. So it's a lot faster. Um, so if you are in a um, text field, for example, it goes edit and directly to the left of the edit will be the Braille table. Makes it really quick to switch to the Braille table. Um, you can also do custom commands for switching between the rotors um, on your Braille display, which can be very handy. The um, original gestures I found weren't that 
handy for me. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a personal thing. So you can change those to whatever fits you. I put mine to chord dots two, three and chord dot four, uh, dot five, six. So basically the bottom two dots on each side with the court with a space bar um, for changing between the rotor act of rotor um, commands and then added the dots seven and eight to change between the rotor actions. So if I want to say I want to switch from English to Japanese, I simply hit uh, chord dot two, three, chord dot two, three, seven. Very quick easily get back to Japanese. Um, you'll notice, however, if you are in another language and you are reading that and then it switches to English, there is a letter symbol, which is dots five, six, and then it does it in uncontracted braille. This is how it, it tells you if it is a non-English um, language when it's switching back to English, especially if it's a non-English alphabet, for example, Japanese or Russian, uh, it's going to say these are now letters and it goes into uncontracted. The easy way to do this, if you want to read it and contract it, is just switch back to English. Um, so you'll want to do, you know, your rotor gesture back to Braille table, just switch it to English again. And that's pretty simple. Um, Something I have found very handy for learning a language um, with my Braille display is Duolingo. Um, it is a mostly free. There are options for uh, subscriptions that they're not required. Uh, mostly free app and website. Um, it is very handy, and all the um, world languages, the non, you know, all the languages go straight into proper coding for the language so that voiceover speaks it properly, and then it'll go properly into the Braille code as well, because that is connected to voiceover. Um, I'm not sure how that works with Android. I'm hoping that it does the same, but I don't have an Android um, device to test that. Um, I would hope that it would also switch over to the proper Braille code um, when you switch the language that way. Um, when I do Duolingo, I tend to turn off speech and then it will still speak out the audio portions. There's like re little recordings. It'll speak that out. But then my voiceover is not speaking um, because it doesn't read the languages properly. Sometimes um, I'm not fond of reading foreign languages, you know, world languages with um, voiceover so much because um, it's is not the prettiest. Um, but then if you turn off the speech and just use Braille, I find it a lot more handy and you still get the audio recordings from the app. Um, one thing that I do is I only switch back to English if there's a large block of English text. Otherwise, I'll just use the uncontracted and it reads just fine. So that is iOS and Android. Um, is there any is there anybody with a question out there about either of these devices um, platforms for for um, world languages, non-English languages? Um, so far, Jewel, no hands.
นครับอุ๊บเฮอร์บี้ส์ก็ต้องมีคนในคลับเฮาส์เฮอร์บี้ก็ไปเลยโอเคชาแนลฉันได้เตรียมคุณมาบนสเตจ Yeah, so I'm because I hello Jewel and I use Duolingo as well. So it does hey, with the um, with the Japanese that you do. Did it actually teach you the alphabet, or I think you said you just learned phrases, or how did that? So, so you could learn the yes, braille. Um, I should have mentioned that if it is a non-English alphabet, Duolingo will start with the letters. So like Russian, oh, Arabic, okay. Japanese. So it started with me with the hiragana, which is the basic alphabet letters of Japanese, which in Japanese are more like um, syllables. So like the K A, you know, it gave it started with K like K A and um, S A and stuff like that. And so I was learning the letters. Then I was learning the letters in Braille as well. Oh, neat! Um, so for yeah, for non-English alphabets, it'll go into the alphabet first. Um, for a Latin-based alphabet, like Spanish, for example. It will go straight into words. Okay, and I, I've not tried it with French yet. I should. Anyway, that it would be the same with French. It would it would yeah. go straight into words. Yeah, and then right. you'll just kind of pick up on the accents as you go along, and you can you know turn it on speech, look at it with voiceover, and go, okay, this is igrav, and this is now the braille code for igrav. Or I could always go back to some really, really easy French lessons, and then yeah, right, <laughs> further along. Awesome. One thing that I like about the Japanese on Duolingo is at any time you can go into um, there is a uh, letters section that you can go into, and it just lists out the entire hiragana and katakana, which is the basic alphabets of Japanese. So then I can oh, go neat. letter by letter and just read, you know, read it and study it. Um, and I'm pretty sure they do that with Arabic and Russian. Any anything that has a non-Latin alphabet, I'm pretty sure they do that with all of them. So you can always you, check back. That is so cool. You should tell them how you use it. You've used Duolingo to help you learn not only the language but the Braille code. That is just so. Yeah, cool. I don't think they realize that people are learning Braille, you know, non-English Braille with Duolingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Sorry, I'm gonna go You're back. Welcome. All right, and in Zoom we've got Dan Tavelde. Go ahead, Dan. Hi, Dan. Uh, hi. There is—I don't remember the exact option—but when I've used Android, Android, there is there is a way to get language switching where okay. automatically. I I would look either in Talkback setting. What for? Uh, what version of Android are you using? I don't actually have an Android device, so I was actually going through the Google um, Help files and found this, and talked to somebody who has Android. Uh, yeah, so I'm okay. not sure. So you haven't? What, oh, you ha you haven't actually tried it on an Android device. Mm -hmm. I don't have an Android oh, device. I, yeah, that's okay. Why I um, mentioned I've not really tried it. Um, well, I I pretty much know at least in most situations I found it to work, and um. Mm -hmm. In fact, I found the uh, uh, speech synthesis very good. Yeah, the speech synthesis Google. is much is but even, even even in the other languages, it was good. Okay, so um, I think it can be done. So I do know that the Braille settings. Um, I specifically looked for this. It's only those those languages: English, Arabic, Jap um, not Japanese. English, Arabic, Polish, and Spanish. 
If you don't have well, one of those, it's not going to do the conversion to the Braille code. Well, that's true. But with speech, I know from yes, testing, with speech, it will yes. do. It will do German, French. Yes, it will do the speech. It will it not does do the Braille very code. well. Yeah, this true, is specifically about yeah. the Braille code today. But um, I'm just so saying, if had, you ever, oh, I understand. But I'm yeah. just saying, if you ever needed to do that, but you're right. Right, but if the Braille you are is trying very to learn the Braille, yeah, if you try, are trying to learn the Braille code in another language, you're not going to be able to do it on an Android unless you are learning one of those languages. I can say though, now I, mean, I haven't tested it lately because I had trouble with my display, but I believe Android 13.1 added support in braille for the older us code it's hmm. a little tricky you have to select yeah you have to select the table and then you select your grade of braille and you probably hmm. should select grade two braille that way you can cycle between grade two and uh, computer braille i found that mm -hmm. same problem on the nls e-reader i was getting mm -hmm. um did you um, so, happen to know how to do the quick switch between languages because that's the one thing I could not find any info on. Oh, uh, the Braille's? No, I yeah, do not know. Languages. Okay. I, yeah. I wish I knew. Um, one so thing you will, yeah, one thing you'll find is if you ever use an Android device and with a Braille display, you'll get help for that Braille display if you go into help. Just so. Mm. Um, what you can also do on the Google website is look at their table. There should be display specific commands. I forget how yeah, many so displays. Some of them are pretty specific. Yes. Like, uh, um, and of course it also depends on how you do. There are a number of ways of doing Braille in uh, Android. There's mm. Braille back. There's also Google's native Braille support. And well, there's an application you can install Braille TTY. Okay. Um, so I that, will also mention that Braille displays no longer require Braille back in order to connect to Android. Well, I, I know. I know. Yeah, I'm just mentioning it for everyone else. Um, right. If you have a Bluetooth Braille display, it will connect through TalkBack. You no longer have to have Braille back for that. So, right. Right. Well, thank it, it won't connect with the new hid braille displays though hmm. yeah uh the hmm. uh it's not even though google agreed to the new standard you will not be able to use the mantis or no. the brilliant displays by bluetooth with um with uh, braille support unfortunately i think that just goes th back to android has a lot of work to do with braille <laughs> yeah well you can you can try usb um there's hmm. a lot anyway that's that's all i have yeah Thank you. All right. You're welcome. No, yep. no more hands, Jewel. Okay. Um, if there are no other questions, I'll continue on to the JAWS part. There's a lot more to that um, because there's a lot more features available, especially um, with 2022. There's a lot of multilingual features available now um, for very quick and automatic uh, switching between Braille codes. So, um, okay, so I'll go ahead and start with that. I'm going to turn off my headphones so you'll actually be able to hear my jaws. No radio buttons. Y'all hear me? You're 
breaking up a little bit. Uh, okay. Is that better? Yeah, that's a little better. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to try my jaws. If you could let me know if you can hear my jaws. Okay. I can change the um, voice settings or the, is it volume? How does that sound? You're good. Okay. Awesome. So let me get back to my notes so I can actually go step by step because there's a lot of steps to this because there's a lot of things available. So with JAWS, as I mentioned, there's a lot more features available for languages. And it's unfortunate that Japanese isn't available for that because it looks really cool. Um, for languages, you'll want to go into your settings center. So to do that, you would hit um, the JAWS key, whatever your JAWS key is, control option or caps lock plus F. Six. Um, I'm sorry, not F6, six, the six on the numpad. So I'm going to do that. And on a laptop keyboard, you're going to want to hit the, um, the uh, caps, the JAWS um, key, which is usually your caps lock plus the six on the regular key layout. It works just the same. So then because you have to be in a program in order to open the settings center, if you're changing the language across the board, you'll want to hit control shift D. Um, that will switch it to default. So that'll be across the board on your entire computer. So that's what I just did. Control shift D and you can hear it said default all, um, all applications. Then you hit tab to get into the preview and it'll go into the options and we want to hit B for Braille because you have first letter navigation and we're going to hit the arrow key to open that. We'll go down to general, open that. That is the first option and right below that is translation. We'll open that with the arrow key also. And then you have options here. In JAWS for English, you can switch between input and output in contracted or computer braille. You can set your output to contracted or computer braille and separately your input to contracted or computer braille. So if you wanted to type in computer braille and have output in contracted, you can do that. Um, language English dash United States. One there's your default language, which mine is set to English because that's my primary language. Output unified English Braille grade so two. I've got output as unified English Braille grade two, which is your contracted Braille. I've got input as input the same because I prefer contracted Braille. I'm not a fan of computer Braille a lot, but there are times that it's really good to have. Show current word and computer um, Braille that will only be available if you have computer Braille um available at the moment um basically it will expand a word into computer braille from contracted which is very handy for people who are still learning a lot of contractions language profiles dot, dot, dot. this is what we're looking for the language profiles and i'm going to hit space to open that and this is where all the languages are available you'll notice as i arrow through this that each language has a checkbox this is multiple options, not a single option. You can select as many languages as you want. So if I look at this, Afrikaans I'm going to go to the top. Afrikaans is the first one. Arabic then you go into Arabic, and you'll notice there's quite 
there's quite a few different uh, Arabics because there are a lot of different Arabic Braille codes. So if you're learning Arabic, be sure that you choose the one that you are learning. Most college courses are going to be teaching um, Egyptian. Um, it's um, formal or modern Braille code is what it's modern um, Egyptian is probably going to be what you're learning in a college course. Um, that may be different depending on the university, of course. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Um, I hit, for example, H. There's Hebrew. So I can check that. Now it, I can apply that. And if I wanted to switch to the Hebrew Braille code, I could do that very easily. And I'll, I'll kind of walk you through that a little bit here in a minute. Um, I can also go to R, there's Romanian. I'm going to select Russian as an option also, and I'm going to hit tab to exit out of the language um, options. If you have a single, um, sorry, if you have a single language checked, you can set that as your primary. Um, set primary. Um, so like if I selected Hebrew only, and then I set that as my primary, that is now going to be my default Braille language. Does not mean it's my uh, voiceover language, it is just for the Braille. So when I put my Braille display in, it will automatically start up in Hebrew Braille code, and it will remember whether you are using contracted or computer Braille in that code and go to whatever you last had it on, um, whatever you have the default set to. Um, so that is very handy. Um, so if you only know Hebrew in uncontracted, um, in, in, you know, computer Braille, then it will remember to keep it in computer Braille. If you want, if there is a, uh, contracted Hebrew code, um, if you are familiar with that, then if you have it in contracted Braille as your default, then that would be the, how it start up. Um, you can also details go, that's the details about the um, making your primary. This is something new of um, JAWS 2022. If you do not have 2022, this is not going to be available. It is automatically detect languages. So it will automatically detect when the coding says this is a different language and switch the Braille code for you. So you do not have to switch between them. So for example, if I'm reading a workbook for a Japanese class and the work page has it in Japanese and then in English, if it is coded properly, this will detect, hey, this is Japanese and automatically put it in the Japanese Braille code. Then it'll you know go below where there's directions and it'll say, oh, this is English and switch back to the English. Um, rather than you having to do it manually, which is very handy when you're um, learning a new language, um, especially for your high school and college level um, textbooks, which are going to be mostly in English at first and then have some of the other languages features over time. Um, another thing that is very handy with this is... I lost my train of thought for a minute. <laughs> um, if you noticed earlier that you could do input and output as um, two di different 
braille code um, statuses. So computer braille versus contracted. Um, if you have another language selected, there is a way that you can have input in English, for example, and output in Japanese or vice versa. So if you're learning Spanish and you want to input in English because you're translating a Spanish text for um, a class, but you want it to output in Spanish because you're reading the text that you're trying to translate, you can do that. You can read the Spanish Braille and then type in English, which is very handy for language learners who are doing it as a formal study or say a translator who, you know, someone who works as a translator. Um, so that is very cool. And so once you are done with this, you hit the okay button. If, um, if you have made any changes, like I just made a couple of changes, I would want to go to apply, which is down at the bottom. And there's the apply button, but I'm not, in, I'm not wanting to use Hebrew or Russian. I don't know them at the moment. So I'm not going to hit apply, but that was where you would apply it before um, leaving the settings center. Um, Okay, cancel. Button. And I'm going to hit cancel because I don't want to make any changes with this. So that is your setting center for languages. Um, there are a few other things um, that are available. Um, that is going to get you started. If you're interested in some of the more advanced features for um, non-English languages, um, Freedom Scientific, um, I guess it's Vespero now, Vespero has a webinar that they recently put up um, that is specifically on non-English braille usage with the with JAWS. Um, so if you go into their um, their website and you go to their webinars, that is one that they recently put out on non-English braille. Um, and there's a very nice gentleman um, who speaks Hebrew who is talking about using the Braille code for Hebrew and other languages there. Very handy stuff. Um, JAWS is very good for language learning. And you can go into the website for Duolingo with that and learn it. Um, another option for practicing your language would be like textbooks, like I mentioned, for high school and college level. Also going to websites that are in um, other languages. Um, so if I went to a website that is from Japan, it's going to be in Japanese. I can read that with my Braille display um, and practice my Braille that way. Um, if you go to a um, website that's from Germany, you can practice reading the German Braille code by reading that website. So that's very handy. Um, if you um, are learning a language such as Spanish or French, you languages like that that have um, digital Braille through BARD. Um, mostly, I think it's just Spanish and French. There might be a few other options. Um, but if you go into the BARD website and you pick the category that is um, Spanish and you select um, filter by Braille, it will give you any digital Braille that they have in that language. Um, that can be very handy. Only option I've done for that is Spanish. They have some lovely Spanish books, um, including like Harry Potter in Spanish, um, in Braille. So 
handy. I have not found any other options for digital books in um, other languages besides English. Um, would love to hear if anybody has found such. So that is what I have, and I would be um, open to questions at this time about JAWS or anything to do with non-English languages in Braille. Okay, so far we have no hands. Give them a few moments. It can take a little while to get hands up. Yeah, I can. I, I know, and I'm just watching. Um, and I'm watching Herbie. He doesn't have anybody in Clubhouse, apparently. So uh, we're just watching for that. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, that one. Um, Scott Edwards, go ahead, sir. All right, thanks. I seem to be the only one. <laughs> Seem to be the only one with some interest in this. Beside, anyway, uh, either that or Jewel. Or Jewel just did such a great job that everybody yeah. got their questions answered. They're either thoroughly confused or thoroughly um, <laughs> haven't thoroughly. What's the opposite of confused? <laughs> anyway, um, well, okay. So when you're like in Windows, for example, hmm? see when you're using the Braille and you know doing other languages okay you how i mean first of all what is the process do you go into a like when you're going to read and write in a language do you go into a particular program like word or like a document so you would do this yeah you would do the same as if you're writing in english so if you want to write documents okay. in a different language you could do that in word um, right. You could do it in Google Docs, you know, whatever uh, you would like to put it in. Um, you can write in any other language in no, those documents. Do you have to change any windows or um, pro or any settings in either windows or the program you're running, uh, you're, you're using to write in? Do you have to change any like, like the language settings or? No, because what, you're... Yeah. You're so when you when you when you yeah, switch sorry. like in a braille table in Jaws, mm -hmm. for example, is that all you have to do in order to to get to that so, to use that link? There are two things two things to that. If you wanted to only, um, have that language only in that <clears> one <throat> application, so for example, Word, you right. would want to do the setting center from that application, not put it to default. Um, right. But you wouldn't have to do any settings specifically in Microsoft Office or Microsoft Word um, or in Windows in general. Um, you're not changing the language of your computer or the program, just the language of the Braille. Um, uh -huh. If you wanted to also be able to read that out loud with voiceover, you will uh -huh. need to right. either um, you'll probably want to download the um, voice of your choice in that. But it, it may, sometimes it will automatically pick up that this is a different language, and then it'll use the default voice for that language. Yeah. Okay. So there usually isn't anything more that you have to do for that. Um, the Braille will definitely automatically pick up that this is a different language. Yeah. Um, and when you type in another language, this is also the same for voiceover. If I type in, um, say I'm typing in Japanese because that's the language I'm learning. If I typed in Japanese with Braille on my Braille display using the um, Perkins-style keyboard oh. into a text <clears throat> message using the Braille table for Japanese, 
it's right. going to show it to that person in Japanese. Okay, um, that's another thing I was wondering is that yeah. as far as the actual braille to print translation. Right, so it will actually put it place. in something that everybody will be able to see that that is right. a different language, yeah. And then, so if I write Konnichiwa in, in Japanese braille, it's going to put the Japanese um, letters. Yeah. Yeah, so in, in the chat message for my friend, which I have a friend who speaks Japanese, so I have done that. I've sent him konnichiwa, and it says konnichiwa oh. in Japanese for him. Okay, great. And then mm -hmm. and the same for Windows? I mean, you, yes, you're if, you're in, yep, if you're writing in another language in on your Braille display with the Perkins style keyboard, um, yeah. or your QWERTY keyboard, of course, if your Braille display has the QWERTY keyboard, um, however you are writing in that other language, it is going to automatically put it in that so that other people see it as that language also. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess that was my main concern with yeah. all this. How is it yeah, very turn, handy. What's the final result? You know, it's going to be mm -hmm. what you expect. I mean, expect right. So if I, if I typed something up in Spanish, um, in Spanish Braille, it's going to be in print in spanish with all the accents appropriate right okay yeah. all right well that's pretty much all i <laughs> all right yeah thank you uh dan tavelda yeah question is do you uh do you find that you have to always write from a braille keyboard to get the correct characters in a foreign language or can you also use a qwerty keyboard there is a way to switch the keyboard both in JAWS and VoiceOver. Um, and oh. when it comes to a language like Spanish, I know how to do it. I've even done it in Arabic a little bit. Nice. Um, the problem I found is learning how to use a non-Latin alphabet on a keyboard. For example, uh, Japanese, yeah. the kanji keyboard is complicated. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I have not been able to figure that out. So I've only typed Japanese with my Braille display because it's just simpler for me. But there oh. is a way you will go in, into um, settings, general, keyboard. You can add other languages for your keyboard, both oh, software wow. um, on your screen and um, mm -hmm. hardware for your Bluetooth keyboard. And then you could write in a different language on the QWERTY keyboard as well. Because I know like the Mantis, you can switch the keyboard mm -hmm. layout to Spanish. And I don't know if they have other ones, but what yes. you, that's interesting um, what you're saying. The, some of the Braille displays have it built in. For example, the HumanWare yeah. ones also would have that where you can switch to like Span okay. um, Spanish, French, and German, I believe, and maybe Italian as well. Um, oh, wow. I believe those are the ones that are available for automatic um, changeover. Mm -hmm. um, and also mm. with JAWS, um, you can use, um, it is the chord cap T command. So it's going to be two, three, four, five, and seven, no, and eight, two, Two, three, four, five, eight with the space bar will switch between the languages. Um, it'll bring up a dialogue box and you can choose the language um, very quickly that way, much like you can do with the rotor on voiceover. I forgot yeah, to mention. I've done, I've done that if you're like a, with a focus display and it can be very mm -hmm. handy. The focus display also has an automatic, um, it has its own gesture specifically for that as well, which is very yeah. handy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Thank you okay. for your questions. Yep. And You're Abraham. Right. Hi. Um, Hi. So Joel introduced me to Duolingo, uh, um, learning <laughs> Arabic Braille and Awesome. It went it went well, but that owl is a bit angry with me at the moment. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, because I've been a bit busy. Um, yeah. So I was wondering. I think you mentioned that the uh, computer, if uh, it reads Arab, uh, text in a different language, it will automatically switch to that language, like your, the phone does. Yes, um, if you have JAWS 2022, you can now, um, if you go into the settings center and go into your language profiles, you can now, at the very bottom, there is a automatically um, detect languages. You, If you check that, it will automatically detect the languages that you have checked in your language profiles, your preferred languages, Okay, cool, um, because... and switch between it. Yeah, but at the moment, it just like reads out the letters and it... <laughs> Couldn't figure out, you know, why I didn't know there was a that option. That's cool. That is a <laughs> new feature in Jaws 2022. So if you have okay. an older version of Jaws, it's not going to be available. If you have 2022, it's going to be there. I do have. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that feature because it okay, means that awesome. you don't have to manually switch back and forth. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so glad you're learning Arabic Braille. I. Glad you try, took um, took that suggestion with Duolingo. That's cool. Okay, and um, we have no other hands at this time. Okay, and that is all the information I have. If you want to take back over, Nikki, um, I'd be happy to do that. And if we okay. have any other questions, and you guys have about nineteen minutes left. If we have okay. any other questions later, I'll be happy to, um, I'll stick around, so. Okay, well, I guess at this point, we will just go for a Q&A session of any general topics about digital braille that anybody would like to ask. And we, we will. And we do have a hand. Herbie Allen's got one in Clubhouse for okay, us. Okay, Herbie. All right, so Chanel actually had her hand raised before we switched over, so it may be for uh, Jewel, but uh, Chanel, you may go ahead. Yeah, so then if you don't, my question is if you don't select those other languages with Jaws, um, will it not automatically switch? Or do you, is the only thing you need to do is to select just automatically detect language? Does that make so, sense? Yeah. So um, it will, from what I've heard, it will try to detect the languages. Um, but if you check the boxes, it will specifically look for those languages. So it'll like, if you um, have ever read something in another language in, with um, JAWS, you can see sometimes it'll switch over because of coding. Yeah. Yep. If it has the coding, then JAWS can automatically detect that, and that's when it will automatically switch. However, if you have the language checked, from what I can tell, it will actually specifically look for those languages. So when it sees that, even if there's not coding, it will switch automatically. Especially um, on the web. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. on the web that's or in a word. That's so neat. It'll do that, because I hate when it switches to speaking in another language, but if I was using Braille... 
that would be totally mm-hmm. different, you know, because I, I don't always like it. It'd be a lot easier. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I, like, learn something I've new every found, day. Yeah, I found with Duolingo, for example, if I am using my Braille display while I'm doing the lesson, I almost always get 100% no errors. If I don't have my Brussels display out, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll fail the lesson. Sometimes I'll get like multiple errors, but I ne- I never seem to get a big error or multiple errors if I'm using my Braille display. I might have one or two at the most. So it makes a huge yeah. difference to be able to see the language as well. It have does. It under- yeah. But you don't always want the screen reader reading the language because it butchers it. So I'm glad we have that right. choice. Yeah. Um, exactly. So, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh, Nikki and Jewel, we currently have no other hands at this time. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm actually curious about something, and I was testing this yesterday. So let's say in JAWS, and I don't know this because I don't deal with other languages, part of things. Let's say you have Spanish, for example, as your profile selected. And as we mentioned there's no like latin american spanish braille profile because it's all the same but let's say that you open a document in word and you have that automatic language switching checked and you open a document in word and it's not spain spanish but like one of the latin american spanish derivatives or something like that would just switch to the spanish profile or not that that is something i've wondered it should detect that that is Spanish if you have the automatically detect automatic detection on. Um, if yeah, not, it may not match. notice that coding. Yeah, it may not notice the, the change. Um, but if you have the automatic switching checked, um, especially if you have the Spanish checked in the language options, it should detect that. I can't promise that, but because yeah. I haven't tried that out a whole lot, but I think it should. Um, from what I've been listening to the webinars and stuff, it should do that. And how do you, is there a resource like in the different languages that you can do? Is there a resource to learn what the differences are in? And you might've mentioned this. I don't, I I might've missed it. Is there a resource to learn the different Braille symbols or combinations for each language? Because, you know, if you were raised here in the U.S., you learned English uh, Braille and you didn't learn Spanish or Hebrew or whatever. How can one learn those things if they want to? So depending on the language, there are some options. Like for example, the World Braille Union does have some resources for some of the languages, but um, I've had difficulty finding anything on Arabic and thank you, Ibrahim, for helping me find some stuff. Um, He was able to find some um, Arabic Braille information online. Um, and um, some resources for learning some of that stuff. Um, But also like Japanese, the only source I was able to find online for um, learning the Japanese letters showed images of the Japanese letters and then the the English um, transliteration of that, um, the phonetic of it. And so Braille would not pick up on that, that image. And that's why I went to Duolingo because Duolingo has all of their world languages um, coded so that it speaks it out properly with voiceover. 
And since the Braille right. is through voiceover, it will also automatically put it, you know, like if you put that Braille table in, switch that Braille table, it automatically puts it in the proper Braille code as well. Um, so that's how yeah. I learned Japanese Braille letters, um, starting with hiragana, which is where it starts in Duolingo. It's the hiragana. And then it starts being with katakana. Um, I haven't gotten to the point where it's kanji. I don't know if there is even Japanese Braille code for kanji because I haven't gotten that far. Um, but it definitely showed me the hiragana letters. And even one of my favorite things about Duolingo is for the non-Latin based alphabets, there's a section that you can go into to study just the letters. Um, and so you can click on this and in Japanese, it's just called um, hiragana. Um, of course, that would be different for different um, alphabets because hiragana is specifically Japanese letters. Um, but if you click on that, then you can go in and it just lists all the letters in Japanese and English. So then I can go through with my Braille display and just read that in Japanese and then English back and forth. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, cool. so you can just study them. Can and we... then, you know, I took out my slate and stylus and just started writing them to study them. <laughs> that is really, really cool. Like, for example, a very quick example um, yeah. In Japanese hiragana, one letter is ka, K-A. So in English, it's going to be K-A. In Japanese Braille code, that is dot one, dot six. So in the hiragana section Duolingo, it will display it in the Japanese letter, which if you are sighted, it's going to obviously be the, um, the Japanese script. Um, but in the... Um, for Braille, it's going to put it in the Braille code if you have that table turned on. So then I, all I see is dot one, dot six, um, you know, dot one and six. And then um, if I switch that over to English, it's just going to give me numbers. It's going to be giving me the coding for that. So it's not going to work. But then below that, it then gives me the English um, phonetics of that. So then there's the ka, and it goes into ka, ki, ko, ku, uh, ke. Yeah, so it gives me that, uh, so I can I can really study that. Um, I'm, you know, I'm trying not to go into the the um, specifics of the Braille codes themselves because obviously not everybody here is going to be learning Japanese, so you really don't need to know all the uh, complications of the Braille code in Japanese unless that's what you are learning. Each language is going to be very different. Ladies, you're at ten, at ten minutes to the hour. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and like, if you're reading Hebrew or Arabic in Braille, mm -hmm. since you mentioned Arabic, and do you need to, since you do it in print, do you read them right to left? Um, in Braille, all of the languages are going to be left to right, including oh, really? Japanese okay. and Arabic. Yeah, because like Japanese is also read right to left, but in oh, Braille, it's left to right. Yeah, so I thought at first that it was going to be right to left too. And I was like, I know Japanese right to left, um, top to bottom, like in a column. But in Braille, it's not. So they huh. they have just put it left to right to make it simpler. Um, and Arabic is the same way. It's going to be read left to right um, across the line, um, just like in English Braille. So all, all of the languages that I've seen are like that, that are going to be left to right and in lines, like in English. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do we have any hands, Ray? Um, 
Let me check. We do not. Wow. Okay. Well, I will tell you guys. Thank, well, first of all, thank you, Jewel, for being here today. Um, and in two weeks, we are going to have a presentation about Braille on the Mac. So that is going to be really interesting. And uh, I'm looking forward to that myself. Also, I will just tell you all, uh, once again, you can email me at doingbrailledigitally at gmail.com. And you know what? We'll give um, Joylin a few extra minutes to give us the Braille recap, and uh, then she won't have to rush through it so much. <laughs> that sounds great. Thanks, Nikki. And thank you, Jewel. That was a fun presentation. I feel like it was a little over my head, but um, very cool. It uh, is pretty technical. <laughs> That's so cool, though. I look forward to the next time I try and learn a language with Braille. Um, so, guys, uh, our next week in Braille events. Tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, our weekend Braille Together topic is a poetry party, since April is National Poetry Month. So, uh, we'll be playing some Braille poetry games and then inviting anyone who would like to share a poem about braille to do that so if you've written one or if you'd like to write say a haiku inspired by jewel and her japanese braille between now and then and share it we'd love <laughs> to have you <laughs> um and so that's tonight at 6 p.m eastern we can braille together on the community call schedule tomorrow is sunday at 6 p.m eastern we will have our braille breakout rooms the braille rooms will work on anything anyone wants to work on it's uh, different every night and it just depends on who's there and who wants to work on what we just try and make sure everyone has a place let's see nothing on the schedule for monday then tuesday the Braillists are returning from their spring break that they've been on. So they'll be back with their Braille bar at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's the only uh, call here that isn't on our community call schedule. You'll actually need to head over to their website for that one. It's braillists.org slash events. Again, that's their Braille bar. The link's right there on the page at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Then that evening at 6 p.m. Eastern, we're back for more Braille breakout room fun. Then on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, we have the Deciphering Dots call, where we're working our way through the children's book, Nothing Fits a Dinosaur in Braille. It's available in both contracted and uncontracted Braille on BARD. So it's been great for everyone, wherever they're learning at. And we should be finishing that up this Wednesday. But even if you haven't started with us, you're more than welcome to pop by. Um, you can download that onto any of your digital Braille devices with BR number 24098. That's nothing fits a dinosaur at 2 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Then Thursday at noon Eastern, there is I Love Braille. And this is the fourth Thursday of the month, so it is dedicated to Braille fun. And actually, I will be there providing the Braille fun with more Braille games. Uh, so that's going to be a good time. Hope everyone can join us. If you don't normally get to join us because of our uh, late times, we'll have Braille games at noon Eastern on Thursday. 
Then at 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, there is the grade three Braille class. Uh, they are very far along, though, at this point. So if you haven't joined in, you'll want to check out their YouTube channel and spend some quality time with it. It can be found at grade three Braille. And that three is just the number three, not written out. Then let's see, no events on the calendar for next Friday. But then Saturday, April 29th. At 6 p.m. Eastern, we can braille together. We will be having, you guessed it, more games. It is our second uh, game of base braille ball for the 2023 season. So the games we've got going on tonight Gosh. and next Thursday. Dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to miss that. <laughs> oh, no. Well, don't worry. There will be a third game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we hope you can join us then. Um, but yeah, so the, the games we're doing tonight and on Thursday, those are a little more individualized. I'll throw out a question or whatever we're doing. And then if you know the answer, you can raise your hand. But base Braille ball, we actually we get onto two teams. Everyone gets to come up to bat. No matter if you're a beginner or an expert, we've got pitches for everyone. Um, and so that's going to be closing out April for us with our Braille events. And then, as Nikki said, We'll be back here um, in May in two weeks. So thank you for that extra time, Nikki. I'm not out of breath this time. Okay. And Jewel has yep. her hand up. Jewel, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Jewel. There is one thing I forgot to mention. Um, at this time, if you get a book from Bookshare in a different language, there are lots of books on there in different languages. It will not translate to the other Braille code. Um no matter what you try, it's not going to translate into the Braille. Um, I am working with them. I've been talking to them to try to see if there's a way that we can make it so that it will translate to the proper Braille code. Um, but at this time, those will not translate to the different Braille codes. I just thought I'd mention that for everybody. Okay, well, thank you very much, um, Jewel. And thank you, everyone, for attending today. And so we will close I guess it's a few minutes early but you know uh, we will, yeah it's only three minutes so we'll just end a little a few minutes early thank you everyone have a great Saturday and a lovely weekend <laughs>